2: Welcome back
1: to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire.
0: And my name is Joe
1: Altman. We made it. Happy Friday, everyone. End of the week. Every time I I, I say to myself, TJF, I always go and double-check the calendar just to make sure it's not somehow Thursday. But it is, in fact, Friday. So It's, it is.
0: it's Friday, Mr. Producer. Yeah. I don't have happy hour he's got a lone star beer i feel i feel like jake or a, you know or greg should should be you know bringing me a drink
1: would you like a that's beer, disappointing <laughs> that's i a feel point. like
0: i'm behind i feel like i'm behind is, is he in there too wait a ball so. is in there and i still don't have a beer and it said oh it's jake it's jake wow. is in there i don't have a beer
1: what well, Joe, I'm going to pour one out for you, one of my homies. What,
2: what beer would you like?
1: I, you know,
0: I don't know. Probably a pale ale. I don't know. Surprise me. What? Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Oh my God. <laughs> Get him out of the studio. Security. Security. <laughs> what do
2: uh, you want? You want a Bud Light?
0: No, I don't want a Bud Light. Do you want
2: a beer? I want he, a beer. He doesn't want a beer. I just don't know which one. All right,
1: surprise him. Surprise don't me. Make it crap. Surprise him.
0: <laughs> Don't make a crappy so, beer. If you make a crappy beer, we're going to have to have a talk.
1: So it is open line Friday. So if you want to call in our number, let's go ahead and put it on. 888-441-1121. Yep. Still the same. 888-441-1121. Call in. We can talk about anything. Anything you want to talk about.
0: Can, can we talk Coffee. about the fact that, that Biden keeps losing?
1: Yeah. And that the, yeah, well, I mean, the we, radical we, left we keeps losing? And then... We have to talk about this for a little bit. This just came down today. If we go ahead and put up cut zero, Mr. Producer, this came down from a federal court in Texas. If we can put up cut zero, the US Court for the Southern District of Texas has, over, has placed injunction against Joe Biden's federal employee vaccine mandate. So the Supreme Court upheld the HHS mandate. So we didn't win that fight, though, HHS is being forced to grant exemptions when they weren't previously. Every other vaccine mandate executive order that Joe Biden has signed has now been blocked in one way, shape, or form. So there are none left standing other than the HHS one, which in all honesty was the strongest of all of his from a legal perspective.
0: It couldn't happen to a worse person. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Guinness, It it better be. Uh, So the choice was, he tried to hand me a Miller Lite or a Guinness.
1: Nothing wrong with Miller Lite. It's Miller time, baby. Or
0: or it's Judge Jeffrey
1: Brown of the U.S. Court for the Southern District of Texas, he wrote, quote, whether the president can with the stroke of a pen and without, it's not on the screen, so you can take that down. Um, Jeffrey Brown wrote, whether the president can with the stroke of a pen and without input from Congress, require millions of federal employees to undergo a medical procedure as a condition of employment. That, under the current state of the law, as just recently expressed by the Supreme Court, is a bridge too far. Yes. <laughs> Obviously.
0: I don't even know how they came up federal, with that, but I, it's a bridge too far. Okay. Well.
1: Well, that's good. That's what he said. This is good news. This is, that's a good quote. Um, the federal government can't just force you to undergo a medical procedure in order to keep your job. When you, when you phrase it like that, it gets really, really obvious. Like, no. Like, like imagine if the federal government just tomorrow said, Joe, if you want to continue to be employed, you need to get your appendix removed. I would never because work for appendix, the federal government. Your appendix can burst at any time, and it's yeah. a very deadly thing to happen to have a burst appendix. So therefore, to mitigate the risk of burst appendix, uh, appendices, everyone in the federal government has to have their appendix removed. I mean, it, it, would, never, it would never fly. That will no. never pass.
0: No, Same it deal
1: with taxi
0: but the taxing But the thing is, is that there's judges that are making these decisions because other judges have made those decisions. So we're hoping that the same common sense and the same courage that one, one judge is, is stating, that other judges will find that same courage. I, th- I think that's, you know, we, we hope for that, but we can't. We know that we're in a fight right now. Like we're in a war. Let's just call it what it is. We're in a war. They've weaponized judiciary. They've weaponized um, businesses. They've weaponized media, technology companies. They've weaponized everything against the American people, and and really, it's it's as if the, the it's as if China came in themselves and oppressed the people, and we're like, oh, there's nothing we can do about it, even though we recognize that our leaders at every level and in both parties, represent foreign interests, not the interests of the people in, the, in America, even with open borders and things like that. So we're really in a war right now, and you have some judges. I think people are starting to wake up, even people who, frankly, probably ideologically I would not align with, uh, but they're starting to wake up to the realization that we are in a coup, and the coup is being put on by this far radical left group. I'm just looking for the point where they say that we get to go no holds bar against them because, frankly, that's really what I'm waiting for.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we hope it doesn't get to that point. We hope that enough people wake up so we can forestall, like, push that off. But it, it, it's there's so many idiots out there. Oh, right, so do you know <laughs> and the story? This judge? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, keep going. Go well, I was just to say this. This was a Trump appointed judge. If this if this had gone before an Obama appointed judge, it'd probably be completely different. I mean that's the country we're living in. You can you could have something as cut and dry as this. Can the government force you to undergo a medical procedure? Obviously not. Um, but if it was under a different judge, it would have been ruled completely differently. Sorry sorry, go ahead, Joe.
0: Well no, I was I was just gonna comment on the the ridiculousness of of the the, the, the fact that it's not it's no longer common sense, it's no longer upholding the law. It's they're just varying from that largely and and it's been, you know, even though we did win in some of these cases, we actually are losing. We're losing because of the amount of time and effort and energy we have to put into these cases, which should be common sense, in order to win back our freedoms that should have never been lost to begin with. Yeah, I mean, we're we're in that place right now, right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, good stuff. You got to fight, and so obviously, when you look at these rulings, they never should have um, been necessary. There was just a ruling, if we can go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer, this came down to day two of the uh, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, that California's decision to close gun stores in the beginning of the the pandemic was unconstitutional. (gasps) Shock! We all knew it.
0: And we still had to fight for it, even afterwards.
1: Even after they rolled it back. We still had to fight for it because California maintained that they had the right to reinstate that closure order at any time right so even even though they they relented and allowed stores to reopen they claimed that they had the power to shut them down again at will So it had to go I mean so the good news is that that will never happen again in California and likely that ruling will not allow it it to happen anywhere else
0: they're they're gonna appeal it they're gonna appeal it because they're gonna want an injunction on the ruling itself and they're going to want to make it run through the process so that if something happens, they can do it again and weaponize judiciary against the people. I mean, that's the problem with a bloated government that literally has gotten so large that it, it acts with impunity. And where, where judicial review has become more expensive and or compromised, you're at a place where you, you can't win unless you fight it and it becomes too expensive to fight. So they're going to continue to fight this, hoping that somebody just runs out of steam and stops fighting it that's the place that we're at as a country right there
1: Did you see the bit with uh... with speaking of making uh... the legal fight expensive did you see what the feds we don't have a cut for it but it, it reminds me of this what the feds are trying to do to james o'keefe and project veritas they're trying so they coordinated with the new york times to hand over things that the the feds never should have had they never should have raided project veritas james o'keefe's house um, all over the so-called Biden diary, which apparently now has been confirmed because they're going after him for it. They, they leaked confidential information between Project Veritas and their lawyers to the New York Times. New York Times published it. So James O'Keefe and Project Veritas got a, a judge to put a stop to that. And now they have a, uh, I think they call it a special master. Another judge has been appointed to go through all of the different materials that the FBI unlawfully, in my opinion, collected. And the federal government is trying to make Project Veritas pay for it. So the judge in charge of deciding whether or not the government violated the Constitution, violated the law, they're trying to stiff that, put that bill to Project Veritas. So, I mean, it's just, it's so obviously a sham. The government can raid you early morning when you're in your underwear, ransack your house, on bs charges right leak your confidential conversations with your lawyer to the new york times and then when you finally get a court to to stop it and a court to say hey pump the brakes let's review these documents the federal government tries to stiff you with the bill for it
0: that's I mean, the american not that surprising, way. but pretty evil well the and and frankly i think the war is on somebody asked me the other day and um you know that i think it was even on here joe who's our enemy max who's our enemy
1: oh well, we, we have a bunch of enemies but uh but who's our enemy I,
0: if, if the american our, uh, people have you know one hundred and forty thousand weapons and nearly two what is it a, a billion rounds of live ammo in their possession uh, a lot yeah i'd say it's a lot who's the enemy and for those of you that are listening, this is this is an interesting you need to you probably need to hear this. Who's the enemy, Max?
1: Well, that's where it starts getting a little bit uncomfortable. Who is the enemy? It's, Who's the it's enemy? not the military. No. The military is not the enemy. No. Um the average police officer isn't the enemy. Nope Um, it's it's the bureaucrats, it's the politicians. The yeah. Yeah.
0: There's our enemy. And once you realize that our enemy are the people that they say we sent to represent them, when they stand against the American people, people say, well, what are you going to do if it goes to civil war? It's not going to go to a civil war. See, there is no civil war. There is no war of, of us. There's a small group of village idiots that are the radical leftists. You have the leadership, which has been compromised, of people who are fully compromised, that frankly, they're the enemies that even when they talk with a forked tongue, they represent those people. When you let elections get stolen when you let a pandemic kill hundreds of thousands of people even though the evidence is right there the evidence says it says right there in the evidence right there big billboard we knew ivermectin would save lives oh that's right hospitals are still stopping people from getting ivermectin pharmacies are not carrying it they're they're stopping the importation of ivermectin from places like india even that that's all happening I want you to know who's the one pushing the buttons. It's your leaders. The leaders. So there is no civil war. There's Americans on one side and the shitbags on the other. And, and frankly, I think no. that they're starting to figure out that we've figured it out. But th- there, there is no civil war. There is no, the country is divided in half. The country is not divided in half, people. 85, 90 percent, they're over here. 10 percent? Right, The leaders over here that aren't leaders, they're hagbags, and the radical leftists and the Soros-funded pieces of trash, all of those people, they're over here, and then there's the rest of us over here. It's really simple.
1: Here's the problem. The problem is that these elites recognize that they are public enemy number one, Mm -hmm. and they know that they have no chance— of surviving anything no. like that. So they are trying to gin up trash people, the American people no. into supporting their nonsense. This is a poll Good. out of Rasmussen. If we can put up my screen, Mr. Producer, I like this headline. Uh, so we'll show it. And then I'll take you to the poll. Majority of likely Dem voters want fines home confinement for unvaccinated. That's people. not true. Rasmussen poll. They asked Democrats of likely Democrat voters. The majority of likely Democrat voters want home yeah. confinement for unvaccinated Americans. I, th- I think it came out to forty-eight, so they're playing a little fast and loose with the idea of majority. But it's about half. half it's really not thirty-three
0: percent who strongly favor the mandate, forty-eight percent that oppose the vaccine mandate, including forty percent who strongly oppose. That, that's not that's not true. Forty percent who strongly oppose the mandate, right? So so you have
1: of, of overall of overall, overall voters right. I'm talking about a majority of likely Democrat voters. So you take the country into Democrat but, but voters. But
0: that's not, that's not true. It's down. not true. It's a lie. Look, we've done polls. We sent out a poll last year in March. We sent it out to nearly 10,000 people. Excuse me, that's not true. We sent it out to like 100,000 people, got 10,000 responses. And in that, it was over 90% that opposed the lockdown. Opposed the lockdown. And that was truly so a poll rapid- of people
1: in... Okay. Rasmussen didn't cook this, right? And I was wrong. It wasn't 48. It was 59. 59. I'll scroll up so you can see it. 59% of Democratic voters would favor a government policy requiring that citizens remain confined to their homes at all times, except for emergencies if they refuse to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Such a proposal is opposed by 61% of all likely voters, including 79% of Republicans, 71% of unaffiliated voters. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. That this poll found twenty-one percent of Republicans like the idea of people. It's being not true. That's
0: the whole thing. They can make up whatever they want. They also said it's a scientific fact that COVID nineteen that you need a vaccine in order to service COVID nineteen. It's a lie, and if it's in the that, media, really, it's a lie. They found a Republican this is
1: guy. Last Houston poll, though. This isn't. I don't care. Like a, I don't care if it's a Republican Harvard Democrat poll. poll. That,
0: that means nothing anymore, Max. It means nothing. They don't tell the truth. They lie. They know exactly. exactly who they're polling. The data, you say it's a Rasmussen poll, okay? So where do they get the data to, to service out and talk to those Democrats? I'm yet to find a Democrat that thinks that, the, that a vaccine mandate, you should have one. And I have conversations with people every day. Am I just a leprechaun? I just walk through the streets, and I'm a leprechaun, and I can't find a Democrat that wants to lock me up, uh, that wants to make it mandatory for vaccines?
1: so it seems that they use census data as a starting point and then they screen people to determine whether they're a likely voter or not rasmussen has been close when it comes to the likely voter stuff um listen i don't don't trust polls either right i think the polls are hogwash but this i mean just look at what we're dealing with with democrats you really it doesn't ring true that a majority of democrats want unvaccinated americans to be confined to their homes That doesn't ring true at all. I mean, that rings true to me based on what we're experiencing, based on the policies that Democrat politicians are enacting, thinking that they have the support of their constituents. I mean, yeah, sure, the poll is just a snapshot in time, and and it's never truly reliable. Go ahead and try to lock me in my
0: house. Go ahead and try to lock me in my house. Matter of fact, go ahead and try to lock anybody in my neighborhood in their house.
1: Go ahead. Nearly half, 48% of Democrat voters think the federal government and state government should be able to fine or imprison individuals who publicly question the efficacy of existing COVID-19 vaccines on social media, television, radio, or in online or digital publications. 27% of all voters favor criminal punishment of vaccine critics. So it's not a majority of all voters.
0: Do Do you see what they're doing when they write an article in some obscure publication? Right? Do you see what they're doing? They're trying to justify their behavior in punishing and taking away constitutional rights from American people. That's what they're trying to do.
1: Forty five percent of Democrats would favor the government requiring citizens to live in designated facilities if they refuse to get a COVID-19 vaccine. So that is you don't come on concentration camp.
0: Come on. Come on. Go ahead. And I tell you what, I'm going to take 10 give, to 20 give, people with me.
1: You give likely Democrat voters too much, too much credit. Uh, this all is ringing true based on what we've been experiencing. Two-thirds of all likely – this, this is scary. Two-thirds of all likely voters, not just Democrats, all likely voters – Oh, actually, this is good – would be against the governments using digital devices. To track unvaccinated people, but 47% of Democrats favor a government tracking program for those who won't get the vaccine. 29% of Democrat voters would support temporarily removing parents' custody of their children if the parents refuse to get the vaccine. Well, They basically you... asked them every crazy conspiracy theory kind of stuff, the things that they claim are conspiracy theories, and said, hey, do you support this? I mean, this this backs up what they've been calling conspiracy theories forever, right? The left has been saying, "Oh, it's a conspiracy theory to think that anyone would want to put you in a concentration camp for not getting the vaccine," and they asked Democrats and the majority, the majority of likely Democrat voters, want it.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, I can't believe any of these statistics. I'm, I'm I'm listening to some of the comments, but we 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 talk likely through Democrat so- voters. So likely, likely Democrat, Democrat voters. voters. Are, are they likely Democrat voters? Are we talking about just a bunch of illegals that come across the border? Are we talking about those These are
1: people? People who say that they are registered to vote and based on their survey responses, show a high propensity, high likelihood of voting in the next election.
0: So then that means I'm just telling you when the Civil War does happen and is going to happen, we're we're there. Then we can just add those people to the list. They're on that side. We're on this side. Sorry, Why, am I should, supposed to see it another way?
1: Well, no, uh, that, that's the terrifying part of it, because th- this isn't a bottom-up thing. Like, this didn't organically happen. Oh, no, we created it. 50-some-odd 50, 50 percent of Democrats didn't just wake up one day and naturally say, you know what, we should get un- unvaccinated people, and we should put them in concentration camps. We should find them. We should imprison them. Like, that, that's not natural. That didn't happen on its own. It happened by people like Fauci spreading lie after lie after lie after lie, propaganda after propaganda. And,
0: and the That's news media radio- and technology cutting yeah. off and deleting things. By the way, everyone needs to know that FEC United, we got deplatformed on Facebook and Instagram. Got deplatformed. A humanitarian organization stands for Faith, Education, and Commerce. We provided 1,600 cases of water, countless trucks of, of supplies. That literally they couldn't find one event, not one event that FEC United was a part of that would ever even be a danger to anyone, not even a flower on the, on the ground in the grass. They deplatformed them. So, as we said before, we're going after Facebook. We'll just add this to the list. We'll add this to the list. Deplatformed. Yeah.
1: Did you see in Canada, the dad? The, uh, there was a court, there was a judge who was ruling on a custody issue. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. didn't think we were going to talk about this stuff today. But he was ruling on a, a custody issue. And the dad said he didn't want his son to get vaccinated. The mom said he want, she wanted the 10-year-old to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And the judge, I want to see if I can find it, is refusing to let, has ordered the father to no longer even mention whether or not The covid vaccines are effective or not around his son issued a gag order so the father cannot stop the mother from from vaccinating the son and the father is not allowed to say anything against the vaccine
0: what country are we in
1: i have it here this is 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 in canada Canada. but we can put up my screen here's the uh the full bit ontario court the father is forbidden from saying anything that quote calls into question the safety or efficacy of the COVID 19 vaccine how crazy what not kind of permit. world are we in What kind of world are we in He shall not tell or suggest to the boy directly or indirectly that COVID-19 vaccines are untested, unsafe or ineffective or that he is particularly at risk from them He shall not permit any other person to have such discussion or make such a suggestion He's not allowed to stop his son from getting vaccinated He's not allowed to say that he wants to wait until further evidence is available and he's not allowed to get any medical advice other than the doctor that his wife approves of. So no other doctor can give medical advice to the son other than the one who already wants him to get vaccinated. This is Canada. But this is the kind of tyranny. This is the kind of tyranny that comes here if the majority of likely Democrat voters that I just told you about steal more elections. Right? <laughs> like that, that comes here. We exported... Representative government to the world after World War II, and now the world is trying to give us back this socialist trash. This is what I yeah. want to bring here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's put up this, Mr. Producer, put up the article that it did happen here where a punk piece of trash kid down in Houston, probably an illegal, more than likely a gangbanger. Shot his girlfriend 22 times because she found out he was, I guess, dating another girl. Shot her 22 times. So what do you think the judge did in that case?
1: Uh, I saw you were getting fired up about this on Telegram. Was this the one you are getting fired up on Telegram about? 22 times.
0: Yeah, go ahead and put it up. 22 times he shot his girlfriend was released on bond. Shot Comment his girlfriend 22 times and was released on bond after posting a $250,000 bond. Take this down. Actually, can you go move it up a little bit so you can see the picture of the little thug crap bag? So no, this down. one. Sorry, down. Right? There we go. Yeah, there he is. Frank DeLeon was arrested Monday in the murder of 16-year-old Diamond Alvarez. Released on $250,000 bond.
1: As far so as this I'm concerned, one, uh, that's
0: Dead Man Walking.
1: This one, Joe? I mean, I, I guess they could have kept him. They could have kept him behind bars. Yeah. $250,000 bond for a 17-year-old to post. He's 17. A 17-year-old posts a quarter million dollar bond.
2: He's I put a gang this member. one on
1: the, bail bo- on the bail bondsman or, or whatever of the gangs. I mean, yeah, maybe it was gang money, I guess. Um, that's a lot of money for a 17-year-old to put up. And I'm sure the judge probably thought that that was sufficient. What, what 17-year-olds do you know walking around with a quarter mil?
0: Why would you even <laughs> give a bond to a kid that shot someone 22
1: times? I mean, the the judge in this case no, is retarded. They, they, could have, they, they could have kept him in, right? But generally, unless you can prove that he's a risk to the general public they'll give you the opportunity to make a bond.
0: No, typically they, <laughs> not on, they not would. on shooting someone 22 times about what time did you actually figure out that she's dead? The, the 10th time, 12th time, 15th time. Please tell me what you'd have to be thinking to shoot someone 22 times. I mean, you're a homicidal maniac. If you shoot someone two times, but, but 22 times he shot her 22 times. And he lured her out of her home to kill her.
1: I get that. I just, I I see other cases where people are let out on a thousand dollars bond. And that way, that there you're like, oh, that what the hell is the judge doing? A quarter million dollar bond. I mean, it, it, yeah, he should have been in prison, but it's not nearly as egregious as some of the other ones where we see them released on a thousand dollars bond or, or in New York where they're releasing with no bond, no bail, just right out in the street to do it again. I'm sure if the, if the judge knew that this kid was going to post his bond the same day, he probably would have upped it.
0: How about probably. no bond? No, you murdered a 16-year-old in cold blood, and when you gave your mug shot, you had this smug little look on your face. Here's what I want. I, I'll, I'll set my gun aside. You, you little coward, you set your gun aside, and we'll just go in the middle of the street. Let's see how tough you are then. Oh, that's right. They're not. They're, they're not. These little punk-ass kids never learn to fight. They just learn to be cowards and kill people in cold blood.
1: So Texas law requires that the state either release you on a personal bond, or if they do not think that they can try the case in a timely manner, release you on a bond so even if they think that you shouldn't be released if the state can't guarantee that you're going to get a speedy trial if the court's backed up they have no choice but to release people in texas now the really egregious cases like the the like terrible mass one? murder kind of cases like the this mass one? murder kind of cases maybe i don't know what their docket's like but the terrible cases usually get bumped up pushed up to the top i don't know how many people are murdering other people in texas but generally in Texas, this is to prevent people from being falsely imprisoned. Um, they have to let you bond out, or they have to give you a very speedy trial. And if they can't guarantee that, they have to let you bond out. We do have a caller, though. All right. We have a caller. We have Teresa on the line. Teresa, welcome to the show. Teresa, are you
0: Teresa with can us? can hear us? Well, I don't see a Teresa. Uh- uh-oh. Teresa, are you Mr. with us? Teresa, are you there? All
1: right. We're going we to try, we try and get that fixed. We're going to try and get that fixed. Yeah, and that's probably a law that needs to be changed. Listen, the, that law, from what I can remember when I was reading up on it a while ago, was because prosecutors were unlawfully fighting for for no bond and judges were refusing bond again in cases of people who were either innocent or it wasn't a clear-cut thing that they were guilty and then the state was kind of kicking the can down the road and saying oh we don't we don't have time we need more time your honor we need more time to gather evidence i mean look at what's happening in the january 6th right the people involved in january 6th they have been imprisoned and the government is refusing to actually give them a speedy trial so they're refusing to give them the evidence for them to mount a defense, and they are keeping them in prison for over a year. That's the kind of stuff that laws like this are designed to stop. If the government accuses you of a crime, the government has an obligation to prove that beyond a reasonable doubt or let you go. And if the government isn't prepared to make that case in a speedy fashion, they can't put you in the January 6th situation in the D.C. jail for over a year. That's what this kind of law is designed Should are there fixes for it? Sure. Right. But it's designed to stop things like that.
0: All right. So let's talk about the January 6th prisoners then. For trespassing. I think I hear Teresa. I think we have Teresa. I think I hear Teresa. Teresa, are you there? We had Teresa. We lost Teresa.
1: Yeah, she's having some audio issues. All right. Okay. Well, Teresa, try calling back again and, and we will definitely get you on. So we have so, some we have some right. cuts. We do, we do. So, did you hear today that, that Meatloaf passed away? Unfortunately, did, seventy-four
0: years old. Yeah,
1: really sad. I mean, I grew up listening to Meatloaf. Amazing singer, great performer. Um, I was kind of mulling over what I wanted to put up on the screen as a tribute to him. But Mm -hmm. I figured instead of music that that will be copyrighted, I wanted to play a little bit from The Celebrity Apprentice, where Meatloaf started it all, encouraging Donald Trump to run for president. Mr. President, I believe this is cut one. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Everybody's
2: saying I should run for president. Let me ask you a question. Meatloaf, should I run for president? Absolutely. Now, you would definitely vote for me. I would vote for you. In fact, I'll I'll help you with your campaign. What do you think?
0: There you go. There's Meatloaf. I
2: miss yeah. Trump.
1: So, so uh, Meatloaf taken away too soon. Amazing singer, amazing performer, and the guy who told Trump to run. Those yeah. are worst things to be remembered and, for. And
0: that was a while ago. Yeah. When
1: was that? That was a, that was a very years long time ago or something?
0: It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a very long time ago. It, it's at least, what, a decade and a half ago? At least 15, 20
1: years ago. Yeah, probably over 10 for sure because it, it was four years of Trump. It's a while ago was a while ago. Um, and,
0: he, and he said somebody said he should run for office, or run for president. And he ran yeah. for president. Do you think he's been thinking about it for a couple of decades?
1: Yeah. Oh, he has. I mean, there are videos of Trump on Oprah in the 80s talking about See? free trade issues and tariffs and things like that. He's been mowing it over for a while. I mean, he kind of tested the waters in the early 2000s with Whatever, I forget what third party it was. Was it the Freedom Party or the Constitution Party? Yeah. He tested the waters with a, with a third party. Um, because so he mean, didn't want to run. Evil.
0: He did not want to run it as a Republican. He didn't want to run as a Democrat, no. but he didn't want to run as a Republican. He said that both parties, and I remember this, you know, like two or three years before he ran, he said both parties are trash, basically. Yeah. Right? And they ran I mean, as a Republican.
1: He did. Yeah. What's up? He did. Because well,
0: I was going to say, he, sorry, no, we have a little
1: bit of a delay. Go ahead.
0: Well, he, he just said that the, the Democrat Party is not something he could align with, they're, that they're, the, the, the way that they see things is just off. It, it lacks any sort of clarity, and it lacks any sort of common sense. But he said the Republicans are headed down the same path. He said that a couple years before he ever ran, but he ran on the, on the Republican ticket, and they never forgot that.
1: They never forgot that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, if, if you're looking at a 2012 definition, I don't think Trump meets the definition of a Republican. I mean, no. he's getting he's getting the pushback from the establishment because of that, right? He's not for open borders. He's not for completely unrestricted free trade, not for gun control, things that the establishment Republicans want.
0: And they, so and they want them because and they're no different than the Democrats. It is two football teams wearing two different colored jerseys that are aligned and doing the same things to hurt the American people. You know, I, I think that if you could just ask the simple question, can you ask questions and can you go do things, can, can you go to your people in your community and then come back and say, all right, this is what really the people, the American people need. They need lower taxes, they need more opportunity, they need to remove uh, barriers and regulations, they need the government to be smaller in their life Right? They, need, they need to have access to opportunities. They need the education system to support things like math and science and, and support their children. They, they need those things. But do you think that that's even on the, 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 the they're even talking about? They're not even talking about that. Yeah. And it's a foreign thing for me to say that the American people want these things. And leaders are like, oh, you don't know what they want. You know what they want? Let me tell you what they want. They want someone that goes and fights for them. Fights for what? Be specific, but they can't, because they're trash. The Republicans are trash. Establishment is trash. Big media is trash. Tech companies are trash. And by the way, one thing that we should definitely bring up is that Twitter is getting destroyed in the stock market right now. And Everything I'm is so down happy.
1: Today. But Twitter is Twitter is Twitter down more than than average?
0: They're down another seven percent. They're down another seven percent. From last year's high of eighty one, they are at thirty four eighty two.
1: How do you like that? I got killed.
0: And how about Facebook? Well, Facebook down here with five. So
2: Twitter, Twitter's down uh, forty percent year over year. Amazon is down thirty percent, and Netflix is down thirty eight percent. All within the six six to twelve month time frame.
0: Yep. Well I think I think this is a testament of what what is happening right now. I mean there's there's not it's not a sell off that's happening. It's recognizing and by the way everything that democrats touch turns to what? Turns to crap. What? Everything that touch. Absolutely everything that democrats touch turns to crap. Everything. Communities turn to crap, education turns to crap. We should actually create a new thing. That's democrats are nothing but crap why, 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 why do people even, you said that 45% of Democrats want to lock up Americans that don't get the vaccine.
1: I think it was more, I think I I was wrong when I first said, I think it was 59%.
0: Okay. So 59%. They destroy everything they touch. They're evil. Are you surprised that evil people will want to do evil things to other people? They're evil. We knew they were evil. Man, this is that whole thing about the North versus the South, the blue versus the silver. If if there is a civil war, I got to tell you, I won't be staying in my house. And, no. by, and, and I don't know if you saw this, but you know the G- Gabby Petito, the one that was murdered by that Brian guy? Which one? Um, no. Brian. Yeah, so the Brian, the Gabby Petito's ex-boyfriend made bombshell reveal before killing himself, which he did and This was on... Fox News, um, confessed in writing before suicide. So I, I want to point something out. This entire story about Brian Laundrie, about Gabby, Gabby Petito, he, so he and, and Gabby went on some tour. They tried to make this some worldwide story across the United States, and nobody bit on it. Like, we just didn't care. And it's not that we didn't care that somebody killed someone, but you had a lover's quarrel. He killed her, and then he goes and kills himself. But the thing that I find interesting about this is that they lauded all the FBI's work. You know, the FBI did such great work. <laughs> it's it all Dog about how great hunter. the
1: FBI is, huh? When it was Dog the Bounty Hunter who was doing all the heavy lifting.
0: <laughs> but my, my point <laughs> is, that. is that they're talking about how great the FBI The FBI is trash. There's nothing yeah. good about the FBI. There's nothing redeeming about the FBI. The FBI has never done anything. The FBI didn't save Gabby. The FBI did not bring Brian to to justice. The FBI, because somebody else tripped on the body, went in and picked up a body and walked it over here. The FBI didn't do great work. They didn't do great work. A
1: couple days ago. So just a couple days ago, with the hostage situation in Texas at the synagogue, the FBI said, oh, we shot. We, we rescued the hostage. We were able to secure the hostage release. Nope. And it was, the, it was the rabbi throwing a chair at the hostage taker. So they even lied about that. Like they a, lie a about everything.
0: Ago. They do nothing but lie, yeah. and they weaponize our media against us. And we're supposed to sit here and say, ah, nothing to see here. They're trash. They're evil trash. We're talking about the devil reincarnate. That is what we have with our intelligence community. Why did they get involved in this case anyway? Interstate? Is that why? Because it was in multiple states. They got involved in it? Yeah. So they can have maybe the first case in probably two decades that they actually finished, got right? And it's only because he left a letter. He actually said, I killed her. But no, no, FBI, great job. (laughs) Woo!
1: FBI did a great job. Yes.
0: It's unbelievable.
1: Gonna take a moment to remind everyone this podcast sponsored oh. by Airmake Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household, your loved ones, should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. Listen, this isn't something that you think about when when you're when you're deciding what kind of coverage to get for your family. This probably isn't at the top of the list. But it's relatively affordable. I mean, for what it is, it's extremely affordable. And it's it's truly a rainy day kind of insurance to cover you, should any of you. Any of your family members in your household suffer a medical emergency, and need to be airlifted to a hospital. It can cost 20, 30, 40 grand to be airlifted to a hospital by helicopter. And that was pre Biden inflation number, so I'm sure it's gone up just with gas prices alone. But it doesn't have to be that much. You don't have to risk your family's financial future. You can sign up with the Airmedcare network, and here's the deal: 85 dollars gets you coverage for your whole household, you, your spouse, if you have children at home, them too. 85 dollars gets you coverage for one year. Should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital, as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider, you will not pay one cent for that transportation flight. And as a bonus, when you sign up with our link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily, they're going to give you up to $50 back. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. Yeah Joe, a few years ago, if you, if you asked me about the FBI, I'd say that the, the political side of the FBI is obviously crooked, but I'd say that the missing person's side, right, the hostage situation side, surely they are, are, are good people, but every time we have one of these cases where we're caught by the same stuff, right. It, it's, I, it's I used just... to repeat, re, I used to repeat the trope that's like, oh, well, it's not the rank and file, it's the guys at the top. It's well, not, have that's the not the guys at case. the top where it's so rotten you have the guys at the top who are so rotten for so long, it infects every single part of the agency. So it needs to be, be, (laughs) they need to clean house. I mean, that's an understatement, but they need to clean house.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, this is the part that, this is the part that I have trouble with. This is the part where, where we are dealing with such evil. I mean, keep in mind, FEC United gets cut, cut off by Facebook for what? What did we do wrong? Call out the radical left? They didn't like that?
1: I think it was giving emergency supplies for people who were affected by fire.
0: I think that was it. I think that's what did it. I think that I think we actually right. broke the rules, and we shouldn't have done that. We should be, yeah. we should be admonished for standing Helped up me. and helping those people. Or how about the 17 families that we put in different places? Maybe that was it. Maybe, maybe we just we did it all wrong. And I need to I need to apologize for putting those people who were not in a home, putting them in a place where they could um, where they could have comfort. What do you
1: think? Think That's That's what did it. That's that's what did it. That's what did. Did you see this today? This is I thought this had to be fake. But this was response. You see the case uh, in Los Angeles, the L.A., the UCLA grad student, Brianna Kupfer who was stabbed. Did you see what happened? I'm like, go ahead, put up image number two, Mr. Producer. Here's the New York Post with this headline, LAPD identifies suspect in stabbing of UCLA grad student Brianna Kupfer. And Devon, Black Lives Matter first, responds, please delete this and post without his photo. We don't want racist comments. I mean, it's a nobody, fine. But this is, this is what the left's narrative is. Oh, don't show the mugshot. Don't show the mugshot. I think it's Seattle that stopped showing mugshots if, uh, if the perpetrators are minority, not showing the mugshots so that they can't... Uh, they, they, the people can't just think that it, it's a race issue. This is the Black Lives Matter talking point now, that if you show a mugshot and the perpetrator, the alleged perpetrator, is black that you are <laughs> in some way committing a, some kind of race crime against the Black Lives Matter movement. Did you see this one today? This has been going viral this afternoon.
0: I have not. I have not, but I'd like you to send it to me so I can put it up.
1: Sure, I'll send it to you. Um, <laughs> I, it, it's, it's one of those things you think has to be fake, no one could actually write that for real, but they did. They, they really did. Florida is in the news too, because the White House is trying to smear Florida. That Florida has somehow refused to disperse money to help schools stay open and not close due to COVID 19. And Jen Psaki was spreading a bunch of lies from the White House today about Florida. Because they're liars. We have a short clip of that. Because the left are liars. liars. We have a short clip of that. Let's play cut three, Mr. Producer.
2: Um, but we're continuing to exert pressure anywhere that hasn't. So in terms of uh, an example would be Florida, where they have done little to, uh, to distribute money, uh, to little to no steps to distribute money to state, across the state into school uh, districts. Um, now, part of it is you have to write a plan for how you're going to keep schools open to get the third tranche of money, and some have been delayed in that. But right now, that's an example of a state that could do more.
1: That's an example of a state that can do more. Joe, I thought this map that I'm about to put up—I thought it was fake. I thought this had to be some kind of—it doc- has to be doctored. But I'm told that it is correct. Not a single, <laughs> not a single school in Florida has closed um, during the month of January. I believe every school has remained open since August of. Last year, I think it was 2020. The, yeah, 2021, 2020. It was August 2020. 2020, right? August 2020. Yeah. So, the last school year plus this school year, if we put up image four, Miss Producer, this is for the month of January. This January, you can see all the other states. It looks like Wyoming's unscathed. Yep. And that might be the only other state that's unscathed. Florida, not a single school disruption as a result of COVID-19. And you have the White House blaming Florida, blaming DeSantis for not coming up with a plan to keep schools open and not spending enough money to keep schools open. When the truth of the matter is that it's, it looks to be Florida, Wyoming, and Hawaii, the only three states that have not had any closures this month.
0: Well, Hawaii this did month. have. Hawaii did have. Did they? Yeah. I mean, sorry, Alaska did. Hawaii didn't. You're right. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, Hawaii, Wyoming, and Florida. Those are the three. Yeah. So okay. just lying, Joe. They're, they're, it's a flagrant lie. I mean, there are no schools closed in Florida. We can take down the map. There are no schools closed in Florida. So why are they complaining that Florida isn't doing enough job, a uh, good enough job to stop schools from closing? Because they're looking at it, Joe, from money. Like, oh, they didn't spend enough of the money. The money doesn't actually do anything. You look through some of these COVID response bills. They're not actually getting to people. No. They're going to the buddies who run different companies and organizations. It's all being laundered.
0: Oh, it absolutely is being laundered. Just like they're using nonprofits to launder money, they're doing the same thing. And and look, we we keep talking about this. We we keep talking about this over and over and over again. When when are you when are we gonna do something about it? When are we gonna have a a deal where we just literally go and shake the buildings? No, I'm saying nonviolently. I mean enough is enough. They're destroying our kids, destroying our communities. Look what, they've done. Look what they've done to our food supply. They're, they're literally attacking the American people and trying to weaken who we are. And then they're blaming us for what's happening. And they're lying at every turn. They're lying about everything. There's a, they're not telling the truth about one thing. Not one thing. They're trying to convince us that no election was stolen. We know what we saw, and we know what the systems are, and we know the machines are designed to defraud the American people. We know 100% that's the truth. We know that the pandemic is a pandemic. We know that ivermectin works. We know that hospitals are getting paid to kill people. We know the border is open, and there's sex trafficking women and children. We know that those things are true. They want to convince you none of that's true. And they want me to stay calm when I when I tell you about these things. And oh, by the way, I can't pull a Tucker Carlson. I don't want to. I want you to be pissed off. Ugh. I'm pissed off. I'm super pissed off. I'm super pissed off that we even have to deal with this. Why are we having to deal with this, Max? It's common fucking sense. And I try not to cuss. Sorry, Mr. Producer, you gotta, you got to pull that one.
1: Late night Friday edit sesh.
0: Well, I mean, look, God's in the middle of this deal doing some amazing things, and we pull our foot off the gas when we, have it, or when we literally have them on the ropes. Ah, see, we're winning. We won again. Woo! No. We have not won yet. We don't win until every one of them gets their teeth kicked in. Metaphorically metaphorically
1: metaphorical teeth kicking
0: I'm sick of it I don't know how you be, I don't know how people aren't sick of it I don't know how you're not sick of it I don't know how you're not just amazingly sick of it I mean to the well, point where you're just you like
1: know. huh this is how you know that people are waking up because this is a clip from CNN it's a guy named Scott Jennings. He was a former special assistant to President George W. Bush. He's a rhino. He was one of the never Trump rhinos who were against Trump yep. all along, part of that deep state against him. Scott Jennings was on CNN and he he said the unspeakable. What you're not allowed to say on CNN. That Joe Biden is no better than Trump. Now he he says this. He says this from a perspective that Trump is bad. Yes, that is, he's wrong on that. But you can see the he, he's starting to get some buyer's remorse on thinking that the, that the, uh, that the old man with dementia was going to fix everything. And notice the silence on CNN. Usually when people talk against Biden, they get shouted over. This guy, Scott Jennings, it's an eerie silence behind him. Let's play Mr. Producer Cut Six.
2: i read a piece that you just wrote uh, essentially saying this is joe biden doing what joe biden does yeah well he he i i never imagined how quickly this would all unfold the person they sold on the campaign the nice old you know moderate grandpa who just wanted to help everybody get along and compromise is not what we got over the last year i've
0: met this guy he
2: has no mandate really to do much of anything it's amazing that he got a couple of things done when the mandate was really Uh, Pretty clear, 50-50 Senate, a near 50-50 House, and a pretty close presidential election. The mandate was simply replace Donald Trump and don't do anything drastic or stupid. And everything about this agenda is extremely drastic. And he's been angrier than I think people expected. He's been more divisive. He's been more partisan. You look at the issues. We built five years of coverage on Trump out of Russia, COVID, and democracy. The president at his press conference invites Russia to invade the Ukraine. We got more deaths under Biden than Trump. And now we have the president and vice president and leading Democrats question the legitimacy of the 2022 election. Are we any better off on these three issues that we crucified Trump over? I think he has a lot of political problems. And an AP poll came out this morning. Only 28 percent of Americans want the sitting president to run for reelection and fewer than half of Democrats. This is a disaster. Yeah.
0: So So he's still never Trump. He's a piece of trash. So I've met him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's all I'm gonna say. I've met him.
1: So he's still I was never at, Trump. I was a, I
0: was a, yeah, he's he's one of those guys. Guy, he loves himself, super loves himself, and thinks every woman loves him too. I just want you to know that. I I literally had to walk away from that table.
2: It's crazy how quickly they flip the script. They they just they're evil. They're evil. And now they're and talking about Trump the
0: 2022 it? being illegitimate in 2022. Yeah. The, the, because again, they can't look,
1: steal
0: it they can steal it they can Well, not
1: it. not in in the ways that states have taken action again right the in machines georgia, are where georgia the will will not, problem exists not.
0: the machines are where the problem exists and and now georgia we're cleaning up voter rolls go ahead sorry
1: georgia will not be able to ballot harvest this time and they are pissed they are furious that georgia will not be able to pay people ten dollars a ballot to collect a million ballots and stuff the unmonitored drop boxes because all the drop boxes have to have either video surveillance or being a building where someone is watching it, right? ballot harvesting is illegal, so they're not be able to. They're not going to be able to pump a million ballots into the drop boxes. They're not going the to get away. The you machines
0: know? are still the fraud, Max. The machines are still the fraud. They're
1: still the fraud. If, if it was just a machine issue, they wouldn't have spent ten, eleven million on on. Dollar harvesting.
0: Because we knew we couldn't right. get yeah, through yeah. the machines fast yeah. enough. We couldn't get through the rhinos fast enough. So what they're saying is, we'll clean up the voter rolls. We won't allow you to stuff the voter rolls. We want to look at every single voter roll out there. And on top of that, we're going to make sure we cut off all the other, all the other avenues. So they're going to cheat anyway. They're just going to get a higher number of people to vote. They're still going to cheat. They cheated in Virginia. They cheated in, in California. They're cheating all over the country. They knew that they were cheating, by the way, in Venezuela. They knew they were cheating in, in, in Mongolia. And at least those people rose up. You know what we do here? We sit down and we're like, oh, we got a TV. You know, Amazon's getting hit. You want to know why? Because people like you are stopping going to Amazon. You want to know why Netflix gets, is, is having trouble? Because people like you are like, fork Amazon. Fork Netflix. Get rid of them. And we're not done yet. We're not done yet. We're going to take everything away from them, and we're going to stop spending money with them and let these pieces of trash that don't want to actually go to work, that don't want to do anything, that want to live off of your tax money, 52 cents on every dollar that goes to the government so they can dial it out to foreign interests and give it to people who don't want to work. While you work six months out of the year for free. You know, yeah, they should be hurting, but... Damn it, they've already stolen an election in 2020. They've been stealing it before. We're finally paying attention. Get rid of the fucking machines. I'm I'm, I'm super angry. I was a CEO of a great company. I stepped down because I had to. I I put up I put up or shut up. I did what I said I would do. I've researched every one of these stupid freaking machines. What makes me mad is these these pieces of trash want to say, oh, there's nothing to see here. These rhinos want to say there's nothing to see here. Let me explain something to you. There's a lot to see here. We're in a country right now that they're literally taking away from us. And we should be pissed. Everything they've touched, they've destroyed. All the good work that we did over years, decades at times, get thrown out the trash. People invest their entire lives in businesses for the government to steal it from you. And hand it to somebody else and open the border and say, they get to now take your house. And nobody, don't put a picture up of a black man because that's going to invite racists. How about the fact that we don't look at him for being a black man? We look at him for being a piece of shit who murdered an innocent young girl. We can't do that because that doesn't honor the talking points of the radical left. You guys want me to stay just, ah, everything just at once just hits you and we don't want to do anything about it. We want to sit there and let them do this stuff and let people like Jovan Pulitzer, that fraudulent piece of shit treasure hunter, who, by the way, nothing he's put out there has been real. Nothing. Ugh. Nothing. I'm We're going to do it on the Monday, Max. Height. We're going to do a whole thing on Jovan. Hmm. I told you, I don't go after people. Lynn calls me. He's like, you need to get off the fence. Fuck the fence. I'm not on the fence. I've never been on the fence. I don't fight the American people. And I don't fight people that are on the boat with me. I don't do it. You want to get on the boat with me? Great. Let's go. This child is bullshit. But you got a guy that literally says, I did the Arizona audit. No, you didn't. You didn't even finish shit. Nothing,
1: nothing got published. Nothing. Didn't nothing.
0: did a got damn published. thing. And you're not talking to Bernovich's office. You lying piece of trash. This is the part that I, I've had it. I've had it. It's like a fucking kangaroo court out there. That's as many F words as I've ever said ever, I think, in um, 20 months.